You know, PFAS seem to be constantly in the news these days. PFAS are a fast family of compounds, often called forever chemicals. That's because they don't break down, and they have the nasty capacity of bioaccumulating in living things, including us humans. There are efforts underway to deal with the chemicals. For example, the EPA is attempting to update drinking water standards. Governor Evers' proposed budget includes more than $100 million for a range of PFAS-related initiatives, from municipal testing to sampling and research. All the while, the small town of Campbell on an island in the Mississippi River is among the Wisconsin communities grappling with PFAS-contaminated water. As WUWM environmental reporter Susan Bentz learned, Campbell's story is an example of resilience and determination. The town of Campbell is just a few miles northwest of La Crosse. Its 1,650 households are located on French Island. The Mississippi flows to its west, the Black River to its east. Originally farmland, Campbell was incorporated as a town in 1850. Over the years, summer cottages gave way to year-round residents. Some work on the island, others commute to La Crosse. Resident Lee Donahue says her town has everything it needs, its own police and fire departments, a school, library, and grocery store. Everything, that is, except a safe source of water. Donahue serves on the town board as health, education, and welfare supervisor. She says PFAS presented a crisis Campbell didn't anticipate. I was appointed to the board uh, Memorial Day of 2020, and roughly five months later, in October of that same year, our town clerk got a call that said, oh, by the way, this is the city of La Crosse calling, and you may have some contamination issues with PFAS. The source of the PFAS is firefighting foam that's been used since the 1970s at a small regional airport at the north end of French Island. The city of La Crosse owns the airport. So the city of La Crosse is only taking responsibility of a small neighborhood that is due south of the airport. It's roughly about four or five blocks. We went to the DNR and said it's highly unlikely that water is only contaminated in this small area. Like the groundwater flows everywhere. How is it being constrained to this one neighborhood? To find out, Donahue and a handful of Campbell residents paid to have their own wells tested. And what we discovered is that there was contamination in many more locations on the island than this one small neighborhood. So at that point in time, we went back to the DNR and said, we want more testing. In roughly April of 21, they did approximately 500 additional tests. 97% of those private wells contained PFAS, some at alarmingly high levels. The Wisconsin Department of Health Services took notice and said, we're going to issue a health advisory. We are entitled to a safe alternative interim source of water, which in this case is bottled water. That means every month trucks deliver water by the five-gallon jugful to homes throughout Campbell. Every private well use in town is covered, but Donahue says moving from the interim source of water to a permanent safe supply takes time. The city of La Crosse, they are required to do certain things to determine the cause of contamination, remediation, and so forth and so on. And so that's a process that really plays out between the DNR and the city. So I kind of leave it into their ballpark. In the meantime, Donahue started investigating and networking to puzzle out what would be the best, safest water source for her town. That led to what you're hearing now, the sound of drilling in search of a new water supply. 
Mike Nelson, a fourth-generation well digger, was called in. Last month, he set up his 38-foot-tall, 65,000-pound rig next to a tennis court and playground equipment in a small neighborhood park. And right now, we're just drilling. That's all we're doing. Air compressor blows air down the hole. It blows all the water and drill cuttings out. Water runs away. Just repeat. Keep going. Nelson is drilling a test well, far below the shallow aquifer Campbell residents have tapped into for their well water. Every 10 feet or so, he harvests samples in what looks like a bucket you take to the beach. Geologists will look at the sandy, rocky stuff. Others will test the water. Engineer Mike Davies' company is overseeing the project. He's confident that there's a clean and plentiful water source waiting in the Mount Simon aquifer. So this water is, say, in a neighborhood of 50,000 years old. So it's so old that the water can't be contaminated because of the type of activities of people. Uh, involved when this water originally entered the aquifer. Of course, Davy will continue testing the Mount Simon water to make sure it's contaminant-free. Clean water can't come soon enough for Peter Davison. He grew up fishing the waters you see beyond his childhood home in Campbell. His parents later passed the house on to Davison and his wife. We moved in here, we planned to have kids and start our family. And one of the first things we had done was we got the well tested, specifically thinking about our future kids. The Davison's twins were born around the time Campbell learned about its PFAS problem. Their children were premature and spent their first 10 weeks in the hospital. One of the things associated with PFAS consumption in utero is low birth weights, is premature births, and it's like, oh man, we, we went through all that. And whether or not there's a correlation, I emotionally understand what that's like. And so I think about other parents who might have to go through this. You don't want anyone to ever have to, to, ever have to deal with that, you know. There's a long and expensive road ahead. The test well will cost roughly $200,000. The La Crosse County Board stepped up to cover half. The town is covering the balance with ARPA dollars. Supervisor Lee Donahue says laying the pipes to deliver water to the community may cost 100 times that amount. The town has started pulling together those dollars. Last year, we were awarded $1.6 million through Senator Baldwin and a congressional direct spending. Donahue expects federal infrastructure funding, EPA's Clean and Drinking Water State Revolving Loan Fund, and state assistance to cover the rest. If her determination makes a difference, the day will come for the town of Campbell's solution. We're going we're gonna to solve this, and we're going to be better for it. Last week, Donahue was in Washington, D.C., along with other Great Lakes Coalition delegates, to meet with Wisconsin's members of Congress. You can believe she was laser-focused on funding solutions for Campbell and other communities living with PFAS contamination. Susan Benz, 89.7, WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR.